Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, I'm Whitney Port and this is With Wit. A lot of you may know me from reality TV and the reality is a lot's happened since the hills. With Wit is dedicated to having real, raw, and occasionally ridiculous conversations with the people who have had a profound impact on me. Life-changing moments, life-changing people. Because on With Wit, very little is off limits. Oh, I just love interviewing fellow business founders and entrepreneurs. They always inspire me. My next guest, Indy Lee, did so tenfold. After being diagnosed with a life-threatening, environmentally-derived tumor, Indy Lee realized she was the passenger in her own life. After surviving a successful surgery, she embarked upon a new journey dedicated to inspiring others to get into life's driver's seat while prioritizing the importance of a healthy and balanced lifestyle. Indy realized that our lifestyle and environment impact our overall health and skin's health, resilience, and appearance. Thus, she started her skincare line, Indy Lee. Let's hear more about her super inspiring journey and incredible clean skincare line that I've been using for a while. Don't worry. I asked about her whole skincare routine and tips for you. You can shop Indie Lee on IndieLee.com. That's I-N-D-I-E-L-E-E.com or at an Ulta near you. Use code WITHWIT20 at checkout for 20% off your first purchase. But first, here's Indie. I'm so excited to talk to you. I've been a fan of your brand forever. And then reading more about you, I'm just so in awe of your story. It's really incredible. So I'd just love to start out by telling us just a little bit about yourself and about your journey into starting this brand. Sure. Of course. Well, first of all, thank you. I'm truly honored. I was a little nervous today getting ready no, for this. But I no, no. All the time. But- it's so <laughs> such a thrill and truly, really an honor. So a little bit about me. I always like to say my most important job is that of mom. So mm-hmm. I am really blessed. I have a 22-year-old son who is in Boulder right now. And then my daughter is 19 and she's at Penn State. Amazing. And then I am also mom to my goddaughter who's been living with me since she was six months and she's 11. Oh, wow. Okay. So you are a full-on mom to three children. I am. I am. Mm -hmm. It is the best part of my life. Sorry, sorry to my husband, Chad. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure he gets it. Oh, please. After 30 years, he's like, whatever. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So what made you want to start Indie Lee? You know, it definitely wasn't a linear path. I'm actually an accountant by 
like practice. I'm oh, or schooling. Yeah. I'm a CPA and then I worked over at HBO for a number of years in their managed international finance division. And then I left because I wanted to spend more time with my children. And in 2008, I was diagnosed with a life-threatening brain tumor that doctors thought could be environmentally derived. And I was like, what? That was exactly what I said. Like I was eating organic food out of my greenhouse. I have a 750 square foot greenhouse in my backyard. So I was eating organic right out of it. And I always was very cognizant of what I was putting in my body, but I never thought about what I was putting on my body. And when the doctor said it could have been something as simple as what I was putting on my skin, that was kind of a, my wake-up call, to be honest with you. So I was diagnosed with life-threatening brain tumor, told I could have as little as six months to live to get my affairs in order and spend as much time as I could with my children. Gosh. I know Samaya wasn't even a twinkle. I had no idea she would arrive at my doorstep years later. But um, wow. yeah, Jacob was eight. Emily was five. And when I went to the doctor and I said, how is this happening? And he said, we're seeing more and more of these tied to environment. It turns out it's Doctors believe it is autoimmune related. And we know, you know, only one third of autoimmune diseases are genetically derived. Two thirds are environmental. And so, Uh yes, it's something I'm very passionate about. I have rheumatoid arthritis. I had the brain tumors. I have a number of others. I am very proud to say I'm on the board of the Autoimmune Autoimmune Association because I'm so passionate about raising awareness because people don't Mm -hmm. realize. Right. Doctors said it could have been something as simple as what I put on my skin. We'll never know. But wow. yeah, you know, it's sort of the thing where when you're given six months, you kind of, and you get something like that, you're like, okay, well, what am I going to do with myself? What is going on? But when the doctor literally said it could have been somebody had put on my skin, I was like, oh my gosh, here I was not thinking about what I was putting on my body. Right. going to create a line that is safe, that is effective, that looks beautiful on a shelf. Let's face it, 2008, 2009, when this started happening. That was not the case. You did not right. have this beautiful movement of cleaner products out there. Um, right. Friendly, I really knew I wanted to spend the rest of my life educating and empowering others to live the healthiest version of their life and to really go out there and live. Because I will tell you, up until that point, Whitney, I was a passenger in my life. I wasn't mm-hmm. really living it full out and um, I realized while I was driving, I got the phone call and I got in the car and I realized during that car to the doctors that I was checking the boxes of my life and not living them. And I said, Uh every part of my life, whatever that looks like from this point on is going to be lived on purpose. Wow. What a moment of perspective. I mean, it's like you hear this all the time, you know, like to really live in this moment because you just never know what will happen next. But to have to actually face it. No one would ever wish this on, obviously, their worst enemy, but I guess there was like a silver lining somewhat. Oh my gosh. I will tell you, you know, people always shocked when I said I really didn't have a bad day. I had maybe two rough days from diagnosis to surgery, but Mm -hmm. I truly embraced it and realized this is This is happening to me for a reason. At the moment, I didn't know what it was, but I knew something incredibly powerful would come from it. And my job was to allow it and embrace it. And then when I found mm-hmm. out it could have been skincare, like what I was putting on my skin, I knew. I just, I don't know, everything changed. And in a moment, I said, I'm going to create this line. And it truly was the most powerful day of my life diagnosis. And this has been the most incredible journey. I get to spend time talking to other like-minded individuals about what it means to truly live. 
Right. It's so incredible. It's really, really so incredible because it's, you're right, around that time, 2008, 2009, I mean, we were one in like a, a horrible recession, obviously, but it wasn't as prevalent, obviously. And now clean skincare is becoming almost like a prerequisite, but yeah. it feels like you were probably one of the first ones to make it actually very commercial. I was, which is pretty, mm -hmm. makes me feel very old, but yeah. <laughs> it isn't old. No, but so proud. Yeah. yeah. I finally am at the point where I can say I'm really proud of what we've accomplished with the brand. Wow. So back then, when you when you first started developing the products, was it extremely difficult to develop natural products? And, and what were some of the products that you launched with? You know what? I will say green and clean chemistry has come so far since I started. And when I started, yeah. I was mixing in my house. By the way, nothing I'm making now is made in my house. But that's how it was. You know, I said <laughs> I wanted to be this eco-chic brand. And I, there I was, like, you know, in my kitchen. But it wasn't as hard as you think, but I did do a lot of research. I spoke to every dermatologist, naturopathic doctor, aromatherapist, you name it. I wanted to get as much information as possible. And then I started mixing and people were like, oh, wow, I really love this product. And so it kind of grew organically, pardon the pun, but that yeah. grew, truly how it started. And then I realized I'm, you know, wow, people really are interested in this. And I knew I wanted things to be tested. And I was very fortunate to be introduced to a manufacturer slash chemist who I still use to this day. And, oh, wow. you know, he was able to really take it to the next level and then really work with additional ingredients. But when I first started, I mean, squalane facial oil, which is still one of our top sellers, was something that I realized your body produces it in abundance naturally until your mid-20s. Why wouldn't we use this as our facial moisturizer when you can get it from olives? And I've hundred percent started, and that's why I'm, I guess, considered the squally queen because I just love that ingredient. And then one of the other products I made was this beautiful body scrub because I found that most scrubs were either oil and then sediment, and that was like number one, a death trap in the shower for me because I'm mm -hmm. very klutzy. But more importantly, I felt like. <laughs> You know, after the first use, you basically either had like the sediment or the oil, but you never had both. And I said, I think I could do this differently. And so I created the coconut citrus body scrub, which is still in our line today. Wow. So it's interesting you say about the squalene because I've actually been using squalene. I went to this facialist that my mom used to go to in Santa Monica and she had that line. It was called Benev and it, it was more like medical like a, skincare. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it wasn't obviously natural. And then I tried your squalane and honestly, like one, it is so amazing on its own, but also what I love to do is mix it with a little bit of my moisturizer yes. and yes. it is so amazing. And then my facialist also taught me that like you can put it on little cuts or scrapes or yes. burns or yes. bug bites. Like it's such a good product to use on kids as well. Oh, of course. I mean, I put it on my dog. I mean, and my dad yeah. is a baldy, so he puts it on his head, you know. Yeah. Those, those beautiful ingredients. And I am so proud of ours. We're one of the only lines that has our squalling facial is actually Cosmos certified. So really certifying it from farm to face every step mm -hmm. of the process. We have about 16 products there, but the squalling, I think that's what really sets us apart and why people are like, geez, yours is really different than everybody else's. I'm like, you know, it really does come down to the ingredients and the quality of them. And I think that really that one speaks for itself since it's a single ingredient product. 
Totally. So how do you personally use the squalling? I like you. I will use it on its own or sometimes I will put it into like our retinal alternative cream. I also find that many concealers can be too cakey. So I will thin out my concealer with it and use it with my concealer or if I'm wearing foundation, which I don't often, I'll thin out a foundation with it too. But yeah, it is really like that perfect ingredient for not only obviously adding moisture, but adding the glowiness too. Because sometimes then once I put my tinted moisturizer on, I feel like my skin can get too matte. But if you mix it in with a little bit of that, it's just like the perfect just product to like mix with anything that you already use. 100%. It's just that beautiful. I mean, I've used it on my cuticles. You know, granted, I also have access to it in larger quantities. So it's a right. <laughs> very much. I will sometimes, you know, walking out the door, I'm like, oh, I want a little, little something, something on my, you know, cheekbones. And I'll just dab a little bit of that on there. Amazing. Amazing. So when you decided to start this brand, was there anyone's advice that you sought out or, or like, what was the best advice that you received? That's a really great question. So I will tell you, I definitely didn't receive a lot of advice other than what do you think you're doing? You know, nothing about beauty. So I'm one of those people (laughs) who decided not to listen to that because I was like, wait, how far can see? I'm going to figure it out. I, I think that comes down to passion and a calling. And I knew that I was going to live for a reason. And that reason was this. So like for me, failure wasn't an option. And I don't mean failure in the traditional way. I mean, like living wasn't an option. And I knew I was going to live and do this. But the best advice I ever received was know what you know and know what you don't know. And then get people who are best in class to fill in those gaps. Right. To outsource, to really like not be insecure by the things that you don't know and and let that stop you, but really allow you to like build a team of people who can help you make that happen. I think it's it's so major when you can actually admit that to yourself. I truly believe that asking for help can be your superpower. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that we need to get through this notion that asking for help is a weakness. Oh, 100 percent. Greatest strengths to say, hey, can you help me? That's how I built a brand by asking for help. Totally. But I think when people are starting out and there's a lot of listeners that are entrepreneurs and we talk a lot about building businesses on here and people are always like, well, yes. Okay. So you ask for help, but where do you find the funding and where do you find the right help? You know? So what were like some of the first steps that you took in founding the company and like building it? Sure. So, you know, one of the good things about my background is that, you know, obviously I, I was a CPA. I do right. understand accounting. So I How was lucky are you that my, you have that? I wish yes. I had that financial background. You know what? <laughs> yeah. I, it's so funny. I hemmed and hawed about it. And now I'm like, all right, mom, you were right. Having yeah. me. <laughs> I, I'm truly, truly was. So that truly helped me understand the mechanics of having a business, you know, and not to extend yourself past where you can't go and things like that. But then I was like, okay, well, what am I going to do? I don't know what, I don't know anything about marketing and sales. So turned to my best friend who was literally, who by the way, is still with the company. To oh, amazing. Day. Oh yeah. She runs warehouse ops. She is amazing. And she's like, I know somebody. And so it was really like, okay, who do you know? And then, you know, okay, well, we need somebody who can help with creative. Okay. Who do we know? And it was just like, okay, at, just asking people questions and then I think my, I think the fact that I had no idea about the beauty industry, I really think ignorance was bliss in that respect, but it really was very like 
one thing leading to another. Mm -hmm. I was really lucky because Rebecca, who joined the company, she was phenomenal at sales and she she was a go-getter and she was like helping getting us into stores. Mm -hmm. And we realized, you know, we said we were eco-chic, but we looked very eco-eco. So we needed to find a designer Mm -hmm. and, you know, he really created what we look like even to this day. And so it's just like, okay, who do we know and who can we tap into? Right. And it was just like, okay, is this the right person? If they're not, okay, who do you know who's the right person? Right. It's like about utilizing your network as much as you possibly can. That is truly how this business was born. Mm-hmm, Truly, mm-hmm. like, okay, what's the network? Okay, who do you know? Who do I know? Okay, who might know somebody? And just continuing to reach out and not taking no for an answer. And not like in a bullying way, because anybody who knows me knows that's not my style at all. Of course. Like, this is what I want to do. This is why I live. Who do you know? How can I do this? Right. We didn't really even get into beating the tumor. Like, yeah. how did... <laughs> You were diagnosed with this and then, Mm -hmm. and then, you know, the doctor told you that it was possibly from what you were putting on your body. What was the step to then finding the right product to develop? Yeah. Like how did you go from this to all of a sudden you have this global brand? Yeah. There were were some steps in between. Um, So, you know, I was given this diagnosis. I decided once the doctor said I could have been you know, it could have been something simple as my skin. I'll never forget. I walked out of the doctor's office and I turned to Dana, who's the best friend I mentioned. I said, so I'm going to create a bath and like a clean beauty line. And she's like, okay. I'm like, yeah, this could have been something attributed to some as simple as what I was putting on her skin or even something my mother put on when she was pregnant. So I need to change that. And I need to create changes in in this industry. This is what I'm going to do. And we get into the elevator. I will never forget. We turn around to press the button. She's like, all right, we'll figure it out. I'm in. (laughs) I love it I love it and that's when I started doing all this research and like playing I am a very large as I said I had this large greenhouse I was using ingredients my sister said she's pregnant I started making products for her and it was just very organic in how it was going and then I you know my I always tell people when you're given six months you get really decisive on how you're going to spend it Mm -hmm. and so when my children were at school, I was looking for a doctor who gave me a different diagnosis and prognosis and doing everything that I could to learn about this industry and started to create products. Mm-hmm. So I then found a doctor who said, I'll give you a chance. I said, fantastic. Let's go. He said, well, you have less than a 50% chance of making it. I said, I am dying. Yeah, let's go. please. I, and I was. Even really. if you told me I had 1%, like that's better than the last. Better yeah. Than one. Yes. And he's like, all right, well, we're going to do it on April 22nd. And I truly believe that was the, one of the bigger signs from the universe for me. I mean, if you're going to pick a day to restart your life, Earth Day is probably a good one, especially to start a sustainably minded, clean skincare line. Totally. Yeah, I would say that's a good. So Earth Day came and I walked in. I said, put on some great music. Today's a fantastic day to live. And wow. I went to sleep and I wasn't able to see mostly out of my left eye. And when I woke up, I was able to see everything. Wow. And, uh, yeah. That's when the doctor took my hand and said, welcome to the rest of your life. Oh, and my goodness. Then, and then I was like, okay, it's go time. And I think about two weeks later, I turned on my website. And, you know, you turn on your website, which I did with a friend, and I took the pictures myself. And yeah. I thought, oh, my gosh, this is going to be like that UPS commercial, and I am going to be inundated. <laughs> my mother my mother bought off the website. My aunt, like, it didn't go. <laughs> yeah, you're like, the website's going to break. <laughs> of course. I was like, I posted, I put a post up in Facebook, like, mm-hmm. 
no idea right what really went into it and right. then I oh wait we need to market oh wait we need to talk to people oh wait I need to talk. and so then we started to get people to really help us do that and then I said okay you know I was literally doing it at farmers markets and church bazaars and things like that even though I said I was chic that's how I had to start right it was one sale at a time and I looked at what people were gravitating to. And then when I would be at, I was at a co-op so I could sell my stuff to get some retail experience. And I would listen to the customers and what they wanted and what they felt was missing. And that really helped drive product development. Yeah, I feel like when you have an organic story like that and when something that is literally life-changing and life-making, that that is something to obviously build off on. And it's something else like, not that you have to have kind of this life-threatening situation in order to build a business and have this story, but it just goes to show you that if you have an interesting point of view and you are just you, even if there are a million other products out there, it doesn't matter. That's what I'm always trying to tell like the young entrepreneurs on here is that it almost feels like everything's already been invented and everything is saturated. And so it's like, why even start? But I don't, that's, that's not the messaging that people no. really should be listening to. It's like, you're you, you're the only person that's you, you are the only person that this story has happened to. And so you have a voice and I think that's so powerful. And you figured that out very early on. I thank you. Thank you. And I, I completely agree with you. I always tell people, no matter what someone says, if you know this is what you need to do, go do it. You yeah. will find people who will say yes, who will support you. Mm -hmm. The trick is not to find spend the time with people who say you can't do it. It's to find and surround yourself with the people who say, yes, let's go. Totally. And that's what I did. And I always tell people, I get constantly asked for advice. And I say, if this is what you think is what your calling is, who, who is anybody else to tell you it's not? Right. Who else there and figure it out? Right. Ask help. And I think that's so important because it's so easy to listen to the no's. But if you start listening to your gut and your heart, and that's a yes, you will be successful, whatever that looks like. Right. But I would rather live a life of trying to do what I truly felt I was meant to do than saying, God, I should have. So what does it really mean to be a clean skincare brand? Yeah, I think that's that's it's such a difficult area these days to maneuver because there is no regulation. And so what's clean to me might not necessarily be clean to somebody else or another retailer. Mm -hmm. But for me, it's doing good for people and for the environment. I think that it needs to be beyond just the goop inside. So really doing no harm. And so for me, how do I communicate this and for people to really trust me? Mm -hmm. And I always say, you know, the ingredient list will do the talking. And so when you look at the ingredient list on an Indily product, you're going to be able to see that I'm walking the walk and I'm talking the talk. In fact, half of our products this day are Cosmos certified. Now, Cosmos is a global umbrella. Some people have heard of EcoCert. Some people have heard of Soil Association. Well, Cosmos is the global umbrella. We formulate to the EU directive, which mm -hmm. is much more stringent than here in the U.S., which is basically non-existent. Right. And it's certifying from form to face. And it's overseen by leaders in biodiversity and sustainability. So everything from how something is being grown from an agricultural standpoint to how it's being extracted, distilled, the vat. If you're using making a product to manufacture something, 
And then afterwards you're cleaning it, but you're using harsh chemicals that are leaching into the water tablet. That's not clean. Right. And so it really is going through that whole farm to face kind of cycle. And it's annually audited and everybody that is part of it needs to be audited. And it's on a product by product basis. So clean to me really is botanically based, doing no harm to people and planet uh-huh. and also animals. We're cruelty free. Right. So I think that's really the way I see it. I would love to even see us going further and further and seeing more things just in the beauty industry in terms of circularity, et cetera. But, you know, we'll get there. We're yes. not there, but we will get there because I know that brands like mine are seeking it out. Mm-hmm. I don't want to talk about like anti-aging because I don't, I don't love that term. Like I, 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 yeah, I hate it. Like I, I want everyone to embrace who they are, what they look like at any stage, but obviously we want our skin to be the healthiest possible and to look Absolutely. right, to look like as buoyant and glowy and healthy as possible. And so Sometimes you're, people can be stuck in the middle of like, wait, do I go for this medical grade stuff or is the clean stuff actually going to work for what I want, you know? Absolutely. So how do you, what's kind of your relationship with that? So I am one of those people that believes in science. So like our tagline is, you know, grounded in nature, supported through science mm-hmm. and then inspired by life. Mm-hmm. And so I am working with chemists, some of the top chemists in the world, because they have to be effective. We wouldn't have cell through rates. People wouldn't come back and buy again if right. they didn't work. Right. Do I think that there is a room for, you know, doctor brands? And absolutely. I mean, how could I say no to that? I mean, I think it really has to be a very personal choice. And I don't think that if you're using one thing, you can't use another too. Like, I think there's room for a number of brands out there. I always say when someone says, oh, I want to start to bring a clean line. I'm like, come on in. The water's fine. Let's go. I don't look at it as competition. I look at it as we're all going to rise with the tide. There's plenty of room for all different types of brands. Mm -hmm. You know, just because someone uses my cleanser doesn't mean they're going to want to use my toner. I don't know why that would be, but (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I like to think we play nice in the sandbox with all these beautiful brands. But I do think there is room for. Dr. Brands, I think that there are times when people want to use things that could be a little bit more active. Yeah. And they're only going to get them through a dermatologist with a prescription. Right. And if that's best tolerated for your skin, you listen to the doctor. And I would say, you know, but always look and see what is coming out in the market. Right. Clean chemistry has come so far that I truly don't believe that you have to sacrifice mm-hmm. efficacy now for clean beauty, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. true clean beauty. You no, know. I, I believe you. It's women like you. I mean, this is part of the reason why I love having this podcast because it's like scheduled conversations with experts in these areas where I get to re- like really ask questions that yeah. I want to know because that was not was that is a real concern of mine. I really do want to use clean skincare, but I didn't know you know, I haven't done the research. I haven't had the education. And so it's, it's so cool to hear from you that, that it's, it it doesn't have to be one or the other. There's room for everyone, but it's really just such obviously a personal thing and that your formulas do yield results. You know, it's like you wouldn't be where you are today if they didn't. Exactly. But there's a reason we also will go back to the drawing board. If there's some way we can improve a product 
we'll discontinue them and you know, bring out another iteration of it. Because right. I want to constantly feel that this brand is growing. Right. And I'm very blessed that at this point, you know, we were invested in and I have this beautiful team of true experts that we're going to look and tap into whatever the next best ingredient provided that the testing has been done on it. It's completely safe. We know that it's botanically based. How can we bring it in if we're seeing results with that ingredient? Perfect example is everybody is talking about retinol and how can they yes. bring that to their routine? Yeah. Well, quite frankly, not a lot of people can tolerate it. Mm-hmm. And I am one of those people. Believe me, I would love, I'm 50 years old. I would love to be able to start turning back the time. And you know what? I was on a form of chemotherapy for my rheumatoid arthritis. And mm-hmm. as a result, my, there's something in it that my skin just doesn't tolerate. Right. And I don't have sensitive skin. So I'm like, okay, well, what can we do? Well, we realize that there is a wonderful plant, Rambutan. Amazing. And it has similar properties as a retinol, traditional retinol, much like Bacuchil, but actually I find it even more soothing to the skin. I'm like, okay, we can create a retinol alternative using a plant-based alternative like Rambutan. And that is really leaning into the science. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. And so again, okay, how does someone get those benefits without the drawbacks? Right. Well, here you go. Here we're you go. we're providing something. There are other brands that are providing similar things. Right. We're bringing that in. We put Powercrest, which is stuff is incredible benefits and really known to help ease like the appearance of tension. And then you take Squalene in with it, and it's really just taking science to that next level, but right. obviously doing it with professional expert chemists. Right. So I'm so curious because you have all this experience and obviously this amazing line. What's your specific skincare routine each day and night? Okay. Mine is pretty consistent. I will even throw out, despite like change in seasons, I might just add a little bit more moisture, maybe some extra oils to right. my skin. But I... If I do a really great job cleansing at night, I typically won't do it in the morning unless okay. I go into the shower. I'm like, oh, I didn't do as good a job, in which case I'll use in the morning our soothing cleanser. But at night I use our brightening cleanser because mm-hmm. it does such a great job of breaking down makeup and removing any mascara, anything like that. Mm-hmm. So then I will tone. So I use our CoQ10 toner. I love a toner. Oh my God. I and feel I like would- a toner so underrated. <laughs> I never believed in them until we we really formulated ours. So ours has hyaluronic acid and CoQ10, mm-hmm. high sage, aloe. It smells like a tropical breeze. There's no alcohol. It is botanically based and just does a beautiful job. And it's multi. I love a multitasker. So that one you can use as a toner, as an essence. You know, to pick me up during the day, which I will use. Mm-hmm. It's just one of those products that you know. There's so many different uses for it. Yeah, I keep yours in my car. Actually, I have one in my. Yeah, <laughs> I have one in my fridge. Yeah. Oh my god, good call. I should keep one in there too. But yeah, I keep one in my glove compartment in my car because I'm a huge like Mister Essencer sprayer yeah. person throughout the day. Like I love it. Like not only obviously is it so great for your skin to like add in that little bit of moisture throughout the day, but also just creates like a nice glow and it's so. Oh, it's- Oh. It's so refreshing. Like it I just, know. It's, yeah, multi. It's a, it's multi-use. A great, and for like those who have children who are playing out on the field, or you know, like right. after, like wipe down your face with it, and then go home and do a proper cleanse. Totally. It helps reduce the chances of you know 
breakouts and breakouts and like that. Totally. So I will do the cleanser, then I'll tone, and then I will use our stem cell serum, which is in that category that is, I think we're even sold out right now. Oh my gosh. I would say it's in the category of rate, it's radiance, which is my version of. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, I'm growing. Yeah. If you are not aging, you are dead. So I am very much pro-aging. Totally. <laughs> we have to be because there's no choice. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, guys, you know what happens if you're not aging? Like, come on, do we want that? So totally. why do we do diet? So I will use that. And then I will go in with our, I'll go in with daily vitamin infusion. Mm-hmm. I'm a big serum person. So that's an oil-based serum with ceramides to really help protecting my skin. And then the restorative, not the restorative, the retinol alternative cream. Okay. So that you use at I, nighttime, yeah. not during the I day, that, though, right? I use it, no, I use it every morning and every night because oh. it's You don't have to worry about sun sensitivity. Oh sun my gosh. Yes. Yeah, so I use that every morning. That's my morning routine. And then my night routine is similar, except for I will use like an exfoliant. Okay. Like olive. Okay. So I will use like our Radiance Renewal Peel Pads or our Gentle Daily Peel Pads. The Gentle Daily Peel has salicylic in it. If I'm finding like, oh, look, I, I obviously was traveling or had too much cheese. I see a blemish. Right. But I will do, I will cleanse, I will exfoliate at night and I use my serums and my retinal alternative and our eye cream. Amazing. Eye cream. Every morning, every night. Every morning, every night. And then, and a moisturizer or that's all enough for that you? That is. Yeah. That, no, that's I find that our retinal alternative cream and I'll maybe I'll add a drop of the spalling facial oil. Yeah, that's for me. Oh, my gosh. So simple. So that's what's so great also about your products is that it's not like a 70 million step process. No, come on. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have time for it. I, I, listen, God bless if you do. I don't have that type of time. Yeah. I want to get this done in like 10 minutes. A hundred percent. my way. A hundred percent. So what definitely like shouldn't be skipped? Like when people are talking about their their processes? Like what are the things that maybe some people overlook? Like I know that de- probably the toning is one of the things you would say, which I would agree. Right. Don't skip washing your face. Now, obviously in the morning, if I have, I'm in the shower, so I'm obviously rinsing my face and then I will use the toner. And if the toner, the, when I use the toner, I'll use it on that, like a reusable white cotton pad. So uh-huh. if I see dirt in it, I know I didn't do a really good job. Right. But I, I really think so many people say, oh, I don't need to wash my face, even if I didn't wear any makeup. I'm like, no, always. If you have wherever you live, just sitting on it to remove it from the day. So I think that's a non-negotiable sunscreen. SPF is a Mm non-negotiable. And then I would also say your moisturizer. Right. Okay. Amazing. And then what are some like must know skincare tips or like facts that you think people should know? Oh, that's a good one. Clean your makeup brushes mm. every week. Oh my God. Every week. I literally every do it like week. two times a year. Oh my gosh. I'm disgusting. Go? I'm disgusting. Oh. oh my gosh. Okay. So after this, go to your makeup brush and like take some soap and yeah. some water and see what comes out. And oh you my are God. using that all over every week. So every Sunday, I ask what I call Spa Day Sunday for me. Yeah. Every Sunday. I do a clearing mask, a full-on 20-minute plus mask Amazing. on my face. And okay. that's when I wash my makeup brushes every Sunday. And if I'm on vacation, you better believe I bring my mask with me and I'm still washing the makeup brushes. Oh, my God. Wait, is the mask something you have on your site? I'm on your site yes. right now. Oh, it is the, this hidden gem. Our clearing mask I've been using for probably 10 years. 
every Sunday. Oh my, my God. Son got into it with me when I started using it. And I will tell you, me as a young man, he has the most perfect skin. Oh, perfect. oh my God. I'm seeing this little quote from you on your site, essential for my spa day Sunday. So this oh, is non-negotiable. So, okay. I love this because obviously at our age, like I feel like sometimes we're not so focused on acne and I would look at a clearing mask and think like, oh, this is for acne prone skin, but it's really just to deep cleanse yeah. your skin, right? Oh my gosh. And you're taking time for yourself. I mean, it's got glycolic in it. It's got hyaluronic. So it's not going to dry out your skin. like Right, right, right. And right clay, which is super absorbing. It is just this beautiful, beautiful product that I use every week. And I, I can't even tell you how many people like, oh my gosh, it changed my life. And, and then when we got it on with our team, when we were talking about products, and we're all saying like, what's your favorite product? So many people talked about the clearing mask. I'm like, why don't we talk more about this product? Yeah. <laughs> it's just that good. Oh my gosh. I see also your eye, your restorative eye cream and then eye wake and eye serum. Tell me, yes. well, your serum is sold out. Oh my gosh. I know. It's, it's, I mean, we have clinical tests done on that where we actually done tool testing. It's called a corneometer. Uh-huh. So we've done corneometer testing and 100% of the consumers saw an increase in moisture level of up to 30%. Stop. That's significant Wait. when you're talking about area around your eyes. Uh, that is my problem area is just like the crepey, wrinkly skin underneath my eyes. I just can't. I'm a side sleeper too. So Me too. Yeah. So that obviously doesn't help with like the angular wrinkles yeah. there. But will the, I need that. Will that be in stock that soon? Is Yes, yes. Okay. And then the restorative eye has is a double stem cell cream. Okay, and amazing. I mean, best of beauty, Allure winner, which like the Oscars for beauty. I was like, yes, we Yes. Oh my it's God. That's great. And what I love about it is it's kind of like a whipped texture. So it looks super thick when you put it on. And then once you like, it just absorbs beautifully into your skin. And I go right between my eyes, up into my forehead, then all the way around my orbital bone. Mm-hmm. I'm going to with that mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Sometimes I'll even put my eye cream like around my lip area oh, because hundred percent. Yeah. Cause it's like that same kind of thin, crazy uh-huh. skin, you know? Okay. So what are some skincare myths that everyone should do away with? Oh, I know anything that yes. comes to mind. Well, I will say the myth that, well, that you should, that it's okay to pick your skin. I can't, that drives oh, me oh my that God. You don't need sunscreen in the winter uh-huh. or when you're inside. I'm like, I cannot stress this enough. Sunscreen needs to become your best friend. You should be using it every day. Yeah. And every not forget your day. hands because you're, oh, oh my, my God. God. I always That's forget my hands. Yeah. And you're, you're, well, and your neck. I think people have oh, heard, yeah, we've heard like our doctors and everyone telling us that our neck and our decollete is like part of our face. But I think sometimes it's like an easy thing to skip when you're in a rush. But I feel like whatever you have left over on your hands, like rub it on your neck, rub it on your hands, like make oh, sure you're getting everything. all those areas. Yeah. I always say anything that I do to my face, my neck, and my chest, I do to my hands. And I will tell you, my hands look like they're 20 years old. Oh, my Oh my God. No way. Oh my oh, God. Yeah, I always joke that if this doesn't work out, I'm going to be now become a hand model. Ah! Because I do, I use these, if I'm exfoliating, I exfoliate my, my hands. I've used masks on my hands. 
because it gives away. I always laugh when people do so much work to their face and then their hands look like the crib keeper. I'm like, you're not fooling anybody. No, totally, totally. And so I think that's a big one. And SP, not using SPF when it's not summer. I hear that like, oh, it's not the summer anymore. I don't need SPF. I'm like, yes, you do. Yeah. Sun rays still there. Yep. I wear it every day. Yeah. That's a big one. Another one that drives me nuts is people who don't clean their cell phones. Ooh, yeah, because that there's so much bacteria on our phones, and then oh my we're God, holding. You're yeah, swiping, you're you're swiping, you're scrolling, you're doing all these things, and then you're touching, it, and then you're putting it in your pocket, then you're sticking it in your bag, then you're putting it on a table. And I'm like, guys, every day, take some alcohol and rub your phone yeah, down as yeah, many yeah, yeah. times possible. Yeah. Totally. That's I know. I just did that with a, I had a little Clorox wipe and I make sure to do that. And so I forget, I mean, when I put in, I, I like always change my phone case. So I do it whenever I change my case, but I need to remember to do it each day because there's That's so much one. oil and grease on it. And I like what oh, you said also. Oh yeah. Okay. Change your pillowcases. How often do you do that? I do it several times a week. Okay. Good to know. I probably do twice. And what about the silk pillowcase thing? Do you? I love them. Yeah. I really do. But you know what? I also I just like the way it feels. On my yeah. <laughs> um, a little bougie. No, fun. totally. Like but with everything, you know, that you've been through with your health, how do you continue to focus on taking care of yourself while building this business? Like, do you have any sort of specific wellness routine? Yes. I am a big meditator. Okay, amazing. So, what kind of meditation? I I do transcendental every morning and every night. I'm also a practicing Buddhist. Oh, so wow. I have been for over 22 years. Wow. So I have that okay. too. So I chant too. Amazing. So, which is another form of meditation. So I'm heavy on the meditation. Yes. I'm also a big fan of grounding. So going outside and putting your feet in the ground, mm-hmm. like literally touching the ground. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's also part of my mindfulness practice is like every day, making sure I'm outside for a little bit and putting my feet in the ground. Now, if it's snowy out, I do not do that. Yeah. I just want to out there, but as much as possible. Yeah. As much, I like right up until like it's freezing out. Right. So I'd say my big things are definitely those like the meditation practice, I love to journal. I just wish I was a little bit more consistent on it. That's okay. I mean, it's, you know, we always have to give ourselves some grace. You yep. do it when yep. you can and when you really need it, you know? Exactly. And I love to read. That's also a mindfulness practice for me. That's me time. Mm-hmm. I feel the same. I just started getting back into reading, which sounds so silly, but I went through a phase of just like not opening a book for a while. I think it was probably just because Sunny was young and I didn't mm-hmm. really, I didn't really make it a priority. And now I'm doing it. I'm listening to books on Audible and it is like, oh, cha- I love Audible. It has, li- yeah, oh my gosh. It has literally yes. changed my life. Like I woke up this morning and Sunny wanted to watch some cartoons. So I let him watch and then I put my book on while I laid in bed and it was just, yeah, it's like those moments where you're not thinking about anything, but just the story that you're listening to. And that yep. can be so grounding in and of itself. Absolutely. Yeah. And then I have another one that I do every morning. My best friend and I text each other and GMS, Aww. which is good morning sunshine. Aww. And believe it or not, it's part of my mindfulness. Aww. It's to be present. Uh, you know, it's just that little reminder every day. And we've been doing it since the day I was diagnosed. Oh, and it's just something like you're thinking of her. She's thinking of you. Yeah. It's like a little positive way to send out some love and start your day. I love that. I love that. 
So I say those. I'm, and I really, I keep to them wherever I am in the world. Those are non-negotiables with my son's Sunday Sunday. Ugh. Like non-negotiable. I have to. I always say, you know, how good of a mother, a founder, a friend, a wife can I be if I'm not showing the same level of care and love towards myself? Right. Another thing that I love about this podcast and talking to all these amazing founders is that there's a wave of women who have realized that taking care of themselves is actually not a selfish thing and it yields more positive. And so I just, I love that. And I wish that everybody would, (laughs) would be like that. Okay. Last question. And then I'll let you go. But what, what would you say are you the most proud of? My children. Oh, that's so sweet. (laughs) No, that's easy. They are my proudest accomplishment. Yeah. I mean, it's really what, what else have you, but obviously your work you've put in so many years, but I mean, our children really get our, most of our love and our dedication. Absolutely. Yeah. They will. And I told them that they will always be my proudest accomplishment. And that doesn't mean you're not allowed to make mistakes or anything like that. Right. But they're just true north stars for me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i'm so i'm really blessed even even my bonus child even samaya i learned so much about joy from her yeah i'm truly lucky Aww. and so i would say they are absolutely what i'm the proudest of and then i will also say i'm so proud of this team yeah. and what we are creating together yeah you know none of this would be possible if i didn't have them right Oh, I look forward. Monday is my favorite day of the week. And we always joke. And I mean it because I miss them. Aww. Everything and anything possible on Monday because we start fresh together. Oh, that's so nice. Monday is my favorite day of the week because Sunny's back in school. <laughs> I remember those days too. <laughs> oh my God. You know, when like the weekends don't feel like weekends, like the weekends are actually the hardest parts of your week. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, I remember yeah. when Emma went off to school, I would have like margarita sass. I yeah. was like, <sighs> you're like, did you cry? I'm like, cry? Are you kidding me? I would have. <laughs> Left driver extra money to come a few minutes early. So I hear you. I know. She it was my mean, third in one. Yeah. It doesn't mean we love them any less. It's just like, no. we got to have some time too, man. What's your Instagram? What's the brand's Instagram? Sure. The website? The brand, yeah. You got it. So the brand is Indie Lee. So it's I-N-D-I-E-L-E-E. And the brand Instagram is Indie, I-N-D-I-E, underscore Lee. Okay. My personal Instagram is just Indie Lee, no underscore. Okay, cool. I literally, nobody else is on there but me in terms of the DMs. And I, it's really so I can be an active part of the community that I'm creating. And I've always said, I can't say I want to create a community if I'm not active in it. And so that allows me to be right in there with everybody. Right. Oh my gosh, Indy, you've been so amazing. I need a, a re-up on your products. I'm going well, I'm to- I'm sure we can handle that. Yes. I'm sure we can send you some goodies. And we can even send you the brand new product that is launching. So it's launching on October 15th. It's called the Botanical Boosting Oil. Amazing. But I happen to know this show might go out earlier. So I'm sure we can give you a link to add to your show notes so that your- listeners can can shop early amazing they'll be so excited thank you so much i'm excited for this episode to come out me too all right have a great day Bye. bye
Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you loved this episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. I'd love to hear what you think and anything more or even less you'd want to hear about. Tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. If you want to know more about what I'm up to, you can find me on Instagram at Whitney Eve Port, my website, WhitneyPort.com, and my YouTube channel, Whitney Port. Peace in the streets. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.